Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Hello and welcome. As always, thank you for joining us. I am Mark Cohen. She is Marsha Collier. And we are Computer and Technology Radio, where we cover everything from social media to computers to laptops, all kinds of things. Yeah, mostly stuff. technology, right? Mostly technology. <laughs> well, and today we're going to, I mean, I, we got some crazy stuff to cover today. Uh, some late news from yesterday. Butterfinger Mayo, invisible earbuds, and a 7-Eleven brand new Tiny Gulp. So we got lots of stuff to talk about. <laughs> How was your week? Oh, crazy, crazy. It's funny, when the music died out, I almost burped into the microphone. <laughs> oh, lovely. Just, oh, that's just to very add classy. That, that's technology, yeah. But I didn't. Yeah. So, you know, there's my professionalism in action. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank, and that's why Marsha's on this show, because she's a true professional. Uh, so, yeah. Also, so, I yes, know where the mute button is. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, lots of interesting stuff. There's there some big news stories yesterday. Uh, apparently, uh, they are coming out with a combination of Butterfingers candy and mayonnaise from Hellman's. I mean, I think that's kind of funky. Uh, would you eat that? You're joking. Like, would you eat that? Would anybody eat that? I can't even think of what that might taste. But then again, I won't eat, um, oh, the Nutella. So <laughs> I don't oh, yeah. go for, I'm not a sweet person. Th- yeah, I don't like sweet things. Interesting. I like yeah. ch- chocolate, dark, and, you know, on the edge of bitter things like that. So I don't like sweet things. So that just sounded really, really gross. Yeah, that sounded gross. Also, apparently Twitter is working on an edit button, they said. Yeah, that ain't ever going to happen. Happy yeah. happy April Fools. <laughs> yeah, happy April Fools, yeah. Uh, actually, what we're talking about, obviously, is some of the really funny stuff that came out yesterday on April Fool's, or on uh, April 1st, rather, uh, depending upon when you're listening to the show. And they had some so many funny things that were cute. They had a uh, what they called a bush beer light pea in a cup. Beer brand, beer brand oh, bush gross. light combined Apple gross. Fool's with upcoming Earth Day for a product called Pea April in a Bush Fool's, Kit. still not Apple Fool's. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did I say Apple again? Again, yeah. Apple, oh my God. Uh, they, Fanboy. Yeah, I was going to say they've inundated my mind. Uh, the idea was to convince beer drinkers to pee into the empty cans that can be disposed of rather than urinate on a tree. Uh, it can have a negative impact on the environment. It's available for 20 bucks, including a pee funnel, a carrying kit, and leads, uh, lids to keep you from accidentally Actually, drinking Actually, I juice. don't think that's a bad idea. If it really is so bad. If you've been on a so road bad. trip. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it you know yeah. it comes with a little you know uh, adapter to make Correct. it more accurate, so you don't have to pee into the little hole right. in the beer can. Yeah. So yeah. you know what the hell that that I kind of wish that would be something they well, make. You know, with it actually, and you're 100 percent right because I remember they used to be called um, the Highwayman's Friend, and it was for long haul truckers. And it had a, as you say, a device that you stuck on the man's genital, and it went to a little container at the bottom, so that when they were driving these long haul, they don't, you know, the time is money, as they say, and they didn't want to actually pull over to the side of the road and and delay their journey, so they peed into these things. That's a real deal. That one's not an April Fool's joke. That's a real thing. Uh, but there, I what mean, I some... what I really loved was Omaha steaks. Now yeah, we've heard, all heard the the expression the meat sweats. 
Right. So Omaha Steaks rolled out the meat sweats, a well-marbled roll-on perspirant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> With 24-hour non-protection, available in three cents, original beef, lighter fluid, and mesquite. Now, I thought that was very, very cute. That was funny. I mean, if you love if you love bread, King Arthur oh, Baking Company, uh, limited edition multigrain mittens. Don't be caught in those old gluten gloves. Multigrain mittens are the newest fashion frontier. They're available in radiant red, a uh, rye rather, and whimsical wheat. Uh, and you stick them on your hand, and then I guess you can eat your hand if if you really get hungry. You know. So. But uh, I got to tell you, my favorite one was on and and you know i didn't check google for what they did they usually do something for april fools right but was on secretnyc.co which is you know a new york website right and their headline was new tourist walking speed minimum to be enforced again across nyc right and the, the law was requiring that visiting pedestrians maintain a specifically calculated new yorker miles per hour <laughs> Uh, that's... And I don't know how you feel when you're trying to get through a crowd and you got these people. We call it mall walking. Right. You know how people shuffle through the mall. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, yeah. Get out of my way. I'm get, trying to get to this right? right. Right. I'm busy. I got places to go. But seriously, when you're in Manhattan, you know, and you have a job to do, you got places to go, you have to be at work. Um, you know, what can I say? I definitely, definitely think this could be a thing. And and the quote in the story, the NYC Department of Transportation shared that you could be ticketed for not walking fast enough, called right. a slowpoke citation. There can also be <laughs> tickets given for anything that delays the flow of traffic with the most severe penalty for being fully stopped in the middle of a sidewalk to take a photo or standing aimlessly in front of a subway entrance. <laughs> Oh, how funny. Yeah, that, that's okay. And then lastly, probably, we, um, our Canadian friends have come up with something funny, which is the Canadian, from the Canadian Space uh, Agency, they're now selling their own products. Uh, they have a t-shirt that says, just like NASA, but in Canada and smaller. Uh, smells like space. This is a candle and maple syrup. Uh, and then a hat that, the hat that says, the cold and darkness of space doesn't scare us. We have winter. So uh, congratulations to all these companies that did this. And, and let me repeat, it was an April Fool's joke. We don't want to create, for those of you who remember the War of the Worlds, remember that story uh, yep. from Orson yep. Welles, who back in the, I guess it was maybe in the 40s, or the, I, I don't quite remember when it was, created a, they did a live radio broadcast about how Martians were invading the, the you know the uh, the country and people didn't realize it was just a radio show and they tuned in and they thought it was real and it created panic across the United States. Yeah, it was but a crazy you know, story. thank goodness people aren't quite as gullible these days. <laughs> Let's hope not. And uh, although we are gullible for a whole bunch of stuff, which we're not even going to discuss because no, this exactly. show is politics and fake news free. Yeah, we, exactly. we don't even we don't even talk about things until a product is out. You know how exactly. many articles you see on the internet? It's coming. We think it's going to happen. It could happen. And yeah, and, and, and Apple's going to do this. No, until they do it, you're not going to hear about it from us because we have all these other stupid stories to tell exactly. you. Exactly. <laughs> I got you know. I just realized I got to get the last one out. Seven Eleven has announced the loved it. 
the tiny gulp. You know the gulp, the big gulp, which is 84 ounces, whatever that thing is. Well, this is only seven ounce, point, 0.7 ounces. It's a little sip for only seven cents. Visit any 7-Eleven today to meet the newest member of the gulp family. These are great stories, and, and, and they're really a lot of fun. i got to congratulate all of the, you know, the, the companies who bought into this and did it. It was very, very smart. Well, so, but you uh, see, this is the thing with social media, and, and, you know, it is the new marketing, and creativity is, is most important because you're competing against such a tough market. Oh, yeah, and it's fun. And, you'll, you know, you like to see companies that, that just don't take themselves too seriously. You know, that it, it makes you want to shop at these companies because they really get it. And uh, so that so that was really a lot of fun. And, well, Marsha, we should probably mention again, because this goes right in with it. We haven't mentioned in a long time, our uh, computer technology radio tinfoil hats. Well, we stopped manufacturing those, so. Yeah, we had, yeah, we had labor issues, and unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, we had labor the, issues, and, and, and we, supply they sank chain. on that ship, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but we're gonna, we hope one day to start our tinfoil hat so that it protects you from, you know, everything, right? From right, sun just, and just rays. Right, just everything. From everything, just about yeah. everything, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, okay, so Alexa apparently can now alert you to upcoming Amazon Prime deals. Okay, so uh, this happened to me this morning. Oh, it did. I'm making my coffee and like, really, I don't want to hear from Alexa in the morning. <laughs> right. But she was blinking away and I didn't remember ordering anything. So I asked, you know, um, notification for notifications and said, something on your wish list is going on sale in 19 hours. And it was actually a very good deal, but it was for something that, you know, I wasn't really sure I wanted to store until I was really ready to use it. Right. Yeah, right. It, you know, so I, those are the things I put on my wish list, you know, things that I might want to maybe use. But it, it was nice. It let me know. And it was a reasonable, like a 25% discount. It was a heck of a deal. Um, but I think it's a good thing. It's a good yeah. thing. So, I mean, yeah. What do you think? Well, I, I do find that it's annoying. My daughter and I share the same Amazon account. So she oh, orders that's a bad. Of, that's yeah. that's a mistake, right? Right. There. Well, right. But I was, you know, the good dad and she can use my account. And I uh, am endlessly getting these notifications. It's time to oil oat milk or order oat milk again. But wait a minute. You realize this means you're paying for it. No, she uses her own credit card. She does. Yeah, she has but her own I, yeah. my daughter is on mine, and so is Kurt. Right. But they have their own email addresses, and none of their stuff comes up on my Alexa account. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, it comes. It, we have the, to go through your settings. We have to yeah. go through your settings. Well, it doesn't come up on the app, basically. Yeah, I mean, it does because that's where they buy stuff. But it comes up on the notifications. Yeah, no, uh, we have to yeah. go through your settings. Uh, yeah, exactly. So anyway, but it's, I think it's kind of an interesting idea to give you a little bit of a heads up on you know, what the next best deal is on Amazon. Uh, and uh, we'll see. You know, I guess uh, we'll be waiting for the next, uh, I don't know what will happen during the next Prime Day, which is, I think, in July, uh, to see if we get nonstop notifications. She's going to be talking nonstop, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, so I think that's kind of an interesting thing. And okay, um, Starlink. God, we've had so much Starlink news. And do you know anyone actually that yet is using Starlink? No. No, I, you know, I have a couple of uh, internet acquaintances that use right. it and are happy with it. I don't know where they live or, you know, I don't know their deal. <laughs> so, 
All I know is they have enough money to pay $110 a month. Well, right, so right. there's that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, it, I mean, it's really interesting. Apparently, if you pause your Starlight Link service, your spot will probably be given to someone else. So that means that if you cancel it or pause it and you try to reactivate it, you may not be able to do that because they're going to give it to someone else if you do that. You know, normally well, when you, you know, pause something. Yeah. Well, but, but, but wait a minute. This is an Internet connection. Think about it. I mean, like I've got Spectrum. We've all got different ones. We can't pause our service. What the hell? Yeah, You either have Internet or you don't. So, you know, I can see, you know, some guy complained about this on Twitter, the, the Tesla Silicon Valley Club. Whoa, right. I wonder what their net worth is. Um, but anyway, Elon answered, um, you may be in an area that's at maximum capacity. Did right. SpaceX not provide an unsubscribe warning? I mean, who who really in your wildest dreams thinks you can pause your internet access? Well, yeah, I mean, I, and I'm not, I mean, unless you were, let's say, for example, you're going, you're traveling and you're going to be gone for a month or two months or three months. Maybe there would be a reason you would pause your internet service. But otherwise, yeah, you're right. Nobody is going to pause their internet service. So, uh, but apparently just be wary. If you're going on an extended cruise someplace, you might not get your internet back. And it's not always a, about money either because, you know, the Starlink service was meant to be in areas where you couldn't get any other kind of internet service. Right, right. So, you know, that could be, a, potentially could be a problem. So just be a warned that uh, we've told you now, be warned if you're in Starlink don't, and they, you don't want to lose they it. Will, don't they may it. just give your slot to somebody else and you exactly. may not be able to get back on the system. Yeah, so, exactly. So, you know, all right, so you yeah. found this. This is the weirdest looking thing. What did you find with Tyson? I mean, I, Dyson. I don't know why. And I, I mean, Dyson. Rather. Tyson is chicken. <laughs> Wait, you know what? I'm telling you, lately I am mispronouncing everything. Dyson uh -oh. zone. Yeah. Dyson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Dyson zone. Now, seriously, I thought seriously that this was an April Fool's joke. Yeah, me too. Seriously, I did. But it, it isn't. <laughs> and. I really think some technology has finally jumped the shark. Right. This this is, well, first of all, does the world need new headphones? I, I, I kind of think. Doubtful. Uh, no. No. I mean, there are plenty of wonderful, good product headphones, noise canceling. But Dyson decided to release a new noise canceling headphone, which, of right. course, according to them, would be better and much more wonderful than any other. Still can't top the bows, in my opinion. They're still right. the best. Right. Um, but this comes with a personal air filter that goes over your face. And it's an air purifying headphone. Uh, it looks like something you'd see in a scary sci-fi movie. Yeah, it's very strange. <laughs> it's going to be available sometime this fall. And it's got this thing in front of your nose and your mouth. I mean, can you even describe it? It looks like a slice of cantaloupe. You know, <laughs> I, it, it, well, I mean, it's a headphone with a big strap in the front of your mouth. I mean, it, well, but it it's a hard, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. It's not a soft strap. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it looks like and it's something that. Well, I was going to say that just came out of the Halo TV series that just yeah, started. Yeah, it, it's weird. Uh, the ty Dyson Zone pu pu purifies the air you breathe on the move and 
Unlike face masks, it delivers a plume of fresh air without touching your face using high-performance filters and two miniaturized air pumps. After six years in development, we're excited to deliver pure air and pure audio. Anyway. All right, so here's here's my comments. Number one, uh, if ain't you, nobody if they, gonna pick you up at a bar if you're wearing. Well, yeah, well, that's another one. So you you would think that this kind of thing might have been more attractive at the beginning of the pandemic, rather than God willing the end of the pandemic or the you know the near end of the pandemic, where now they've pulled all the face mask requirements. Uh, two, I just don't see people going out and wearing this thing because of the way it looks. It's just really weird. Um, and let's see, what else? You know, else? I could maybe see it if we lived in Beijing because I've yeah. seen the smog there. <laughs> I know what well, air pollution. Yeah, yeah maybe. I know what air pollution. But the thing is, okay, I will bet this ain't going to be cheap, first of oh, all. Oh, yeah, they didn't give a price, I don't think, right? AirDog makes a really cool device that... Uh, okay, it's an like an N95 mask, right? But there's a hose attached to it, so you get even a more robotic look, <laughs> and mm-hmm. a little fan yeah. and an a HEPA filter that attaches to your arm, or you can put it around your neck, right? And that filters it too, but that's only ninety nine bucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, this is going to be expensive, I'm sure. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And I mean, and honestly, I don't know. No, nope. I would. Ra- I was going to say I would rather wear my wireless earphones that connect, you know, to my phone, if I'm listening to music or, you know, a book on video, an audible book or something like that, uh, and wear a mask, then wear what this looks like. You know, maybe we'll be wrong. Maybe we try and go, oh yeah, this is pretty funky, but I don't see it. I'm sorry. I mean, I think it's a stretch that we're all going to continue to wear masks, which I will. I am going to wear masks. You know, if I don't feel well or if I'm uncomfortable in a situation, from here on in, I'm always going to be carrying a mask and probably wearing it when right, I feel exactly. uncomfortable. Yeah, there you go. So another what appears to us to be so, so I found in the this thing because I, you know, if you look at your Twitter bio, yeah, it right. says what month and year you yes. joined or what right. month you joined. I don't know what year you joined something, <laughs> right? But yeah. anyway, I wanted to know the exact time I did it. So I found this website called Twitter Join Date and TwitterJoinDate.com. Um, uh, find out when a user joined Twitter and what the New York Times headlines were on that date. Okay. Um, because I look at the little tab at the top and the favicon is the New York Times favicon. I have a feeling that it's from the New York Times, but you don't know. Right, so you just course. do... Search for a Twitter user and put in your name. Did you do it yet? I did, yeah. Um, Mine was July 26, 2008. Very good. And I joined on March 8th, 2008. So it's kind of fun. And uh, you can find out and uh, put it on your Twitter stream or whatever. However, Make a little medal. I don't know. I mean, the only thing I can see that it's worthwhile is that sometimes you wonder, you know, people start Twitter accounts for one reason or another, uh, you know, and if they're brand new Twitter accounts, then you question maybe some of the things that are coming out. What does this all come from? So if you, I guess if you look back and you find somebody that's been on it for 12, 13 years, when did Twitter actually start? What was the start date of Twitter? 2006. Okay, so uh, we were both two years after, which is kind of interesting because it took so it took you two years to join Twitter, but you write about Twitter now. So is that how you got involved in writing about Twitter? 
Um, is what how I got involved? Well, you said you it started in 2006, but you didn't join Twitter until 2008. <sighs> okay. Well, the deal is uh, my publisher wanted called me up and said, hey, there's this new thing called Twitter. It's going to catch on. Because when Twitter first started, it was really a private kind of in-office messaging system. Right. It was right. not what it is today. It's not the, it wasn't the robust, magical thing it is today. Right. So yeah, I kind of looked at it and I said, you want a whole book based on that? Right. You're right. kidding me. Not me. Mm -mm. No, you don't have enough money. Turned out, no, they didn't have enough money and not enough authors because the last edition of Twitter for Dummies had four separate authors. Oh, but my gosh. They are looking, though, to fix that. And uh, we may have some news later on this year. <laughs> yeah. And I see it gives you your user ID. Uh, which I don't know what that means. It says 15 million, 600 and something thousand. What does that mean? Does that mean I'm the 15th million person on Twitter? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Which is interesting because I was on it, you know, as you were. I remember I helped ago. you. I yeah. said, you didn't know what my name's taken. I remember you were so funny. Yeah. So yeah. I said. How um, dare they take my name? Right. I said, use real Mark Cohen. and Right, which you worked. I've been ever since. And, you know, it is kind of funny, and I have to admit that I remember saying to you on the year when we first, probably when we first started the show, this thing's, this Twitter thing's never going to last. You know, it's just dumb. What and you said. I, I, yeah, that's what I said. I said it was dumb. I never thought it was going to last. And uh, it was the second time in my life and I've been wrong And now I think someone. it's one of the most important free when I say free, I don't mean free like in money. I mean free as in getting information. Right. I think that maybe sometimes they're a little too touchy on, on yeah. what they shut people down for. Right. But, um, you know, I, I think during all kinds of disasters, during earthquakes, during tsunamis and everything, I don't even turn on the TV anymore. I just yeah. go right to Twitter and search the keyword. And you'll find yeah. all the news from where it's happening done by people who are on the ground. And it's yeah. really enabled citizen journalists. So I, I'm a believer. Yeah. No, I think it's great. I, you know, there's a lot of abuses, unfortunately. Sadly, there's a ton of abuses on Twitter. Uh, and, you know, it's, it, and sometimes people use it as a cow cowardly way to express their opinion when it's not a real opinion. But for the most part, I well, would say it's been a... I wouldn't no. say it's cowardly. All I can say is... If you're going to put something out on Twitter, you better be ready to defend yourself. Yeah, you're not kidding. You're not you, kidding. You, you better be ready. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, okay, Apple stores what? They're now not going to decline. They're declining to repair iPhones. What's the story? But just the ones that are reported as missing. Right. Okay, when you have a phone stolen or something like that, you report it. In case you didn't know, you should report it. Right. And then it gets listed in the GSMA device registry. Right. So, um, and GSMA is a global organization, hence the G. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> and uh, they will know, ooh, this is a stolen phone. Right, exactly. But, but I want you to think, I thought about this. At first I said, this is a good idea. Second time I said, ooh, how about planting a phone on your ex or someone you really hate and report it stolen? Oh. Oh, yeah. 
um, you know, and wait for them to try and go to Apple and get it fixed or something like that. I, again, this is another, to me, tracking thing. Right. I don't know. If an Apple technician sees a message in their internal mobile genius or GSS systems indicating the device has been reported as missing, they're instructed to decline the repair. And uh, this is it. Uh, and the global database, same thing. So, um, okay. Yay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I don't know Apple what to say. Well, I was going to say with an Apple phone, and I suspect it's the same thing with Android, that when you, when your phone is stolen or lost, you can go in and you can automatically delete everything on your phone. Yeah, you, you can just, go to, just you know, wipe it. Just wipe the entire phone. Yeah. And, that's when, and then when people get these, they can't restart them, which is the reason that they take them in for repair. Oh, my phone just suddenly stopped working. I don't know why they stopped working because you stole the phone. And, you know, it uh, has disabled the device. So I, I don't think it's a bad idea as long as it truly doesn't get abused. But I, I think it's pretty clever. So um, Just so you know, next week, we won't do it now, but next week we are going to talk. I'm saving the story what to do if your iPhone is lost or stolen. So you have a reason to come back next week. Okay. There you go. And thank you, by the way. Our, we've had a big spike in uh, listeners. So if you're telling your friends, we appreciate thank it. Thank you so much. Thank you for that. Yeah, we're, we're tell your friends. Okay, you can find so us interesting. Samsung, finally, you know, I talk about right to repair all the time. Of course. Um, why should we have to go to a genius to get something fixed? Right. Uh, Samsung is working on a Galaxy self-repair program with iFixit. And iFixit is going to be able to repair at reasonable prices Samsung phones. And, and, you know, they're starting with, you know, a small amount, uh, the S20 series, the S21. And I fix it in case you didn't know, if you go to their website, they have an encyclopedia of repair guides, step-by-step -step repair guides, as well as the needed tools for all different things. I mean, think about that. When you want to fix something, uh, the you just go to iFixit and you're going to find, you know, and it'll say level of difficulty. <laughs> so that's kind of where my stopping point is. Mm, do I want to do this? Do I want to risk it? But if you don't, I bet you can take it to iFixit and their experts will fix it. Because yeah. I got to tell you, blowing a hairdryer on something to soften the glue inside a phone is not something I'm going to be attempting at any time soon. Mm -hmm. But, you know, just upcycle phones. Just just keep keep getting them fixed. Replace right. the battery. If you like your phone, I got to tell you, um, I did get the Android 12 update, which I adore. But I still, I have phones that I have, like the Galaxy Note 10. A great phone. It's just a little too big for my hand, but it's a great mm. phone. I don't right. see any. I got phones to keep me busy for the next few years. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I, I'm good. But this is a step in the right direction. So it'll start with the S10, S20, excuse me, S21 and Tab S7 Plus. And on the iFixit website will be the step-by-step -step repair instructions for so many things. Plus, I'm going to assume that they're going to do it at the iFixit stores, that they have like 2,000 repair locations across the right. U.S. and mail-in service. Okay. 
Um, all right. Well, so it is now the time of the show where we search the planet, the universe, and Best Buy for our buy of the week. Thank you, Paul. Now, we are now releasing the show. Uh, as you know, we, we used to be live. Now we're uh, no longer live. But we release. Marsha uh, takes care of that. So you can listen to the show on Sundays. So this is a deal for tomorrow, uh, which is today if you're listening to the show. Did that make sense? Yes. Yeah, so, uh, so this is the Asus 11.6-inch Chromebook. It's an Intel Celeron, 4 gigabytes of memory, 32 gigabytes of eMMC flash memory, comes in gray. And for those of you who don't really know what a, a Chromebook is, basically it's kind of a, I guess, Marsha, I'd call it a dumbed-down computer where it doesn't have all the great bells and whistles that most people don't really use. If you think about how often people or what they use their uh, computers for, it's typically for the Internet. It's to get your email. Maybe it's to play some video games. Maybe it's to write a letter or do something, you know, with. And uh, often the other 98% of what you pay for on a very expensive computer, you rarely use. So it comes with the operating system of uh, four, let's see, the operating system here is a Chrome OS. It's got a lithium-ion polymer battery. Again, 32 gigabytes of uh, memory, system memory. Uh, the EMMC capacity also 30, uh, is 32 gigabytes, rather. The system memory is 4 gigabytes. Again, it's an Intel Celeron processor. And uh, it's a really nice machine. And if you want to pick something up as just a backup laptop for yourself, you want to give something to the kids that they can use at school, this is on sale tomorrow, which is today, hello, uh, $99. It was $219. So you're more than 50% off the price of it. And uh, it's a really nice little device. And I have to say that Asus makes some very good products. Uh, out of four, let's see, 645 reviews, it got a 4.3 out of 5 star. So again, it's the Asus 11.6 Chromebook. Uh, available on Sunday at Best Buy for $99, uh, and that is our buy of the week. Ta-da! Okay, so, yeah, wow, the show is flying by. Hey, have you ever looked for stuff on Google and then gone, hmm, this is going to be in my history, I'm not really thrilled about it? No, I don't ever do that. No, I'm never okay. embarrassed about anything I do on my history. Well, occasionally I don't understand something, and I will Google it, and then I'll go, oh, no, oh, God, mm -hmm. gross. I don't want to know. know that. Yeah, exactly. So, And I don't want this on my Google permanent record. Yeah, it's kind of like high school now. You know, Google, if you're using Chrome browser or have any Google accounts, you have this permanent record, which you could wipe out the whole thing. Right. If you wanted. But I kind of like having my search history because that way I can go back and find things. Yeah, and I've and used it's also it a lot. quicker. Yeah. Okay, so on your Android or iOS device, so iPhone, Android phone, you can do this. Open the Google app. Now, if you don't have the Google app, I suggest you download it first. Right, right. <laughs> um, and you'll see uh, what you do is on the top of the screen, You'll always see your profile photo in a circle on any Google app. Mm -hmm. So just click that, and then you see manage your Google account, blah, 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 blah. But if you're in the just the regular Google app, you will see search history saving. Then you'll yeah, see a I button see next to delete the last 15 minutes. 
Yeah. That's pretty cool. So for 15 minutes, you can search whatever the F you want on Google and delete it. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, that's I think a, that's, that's a, a nice feature. Pay. That's a good option. Great feature. Um, I plan on using it in the future and do most of my sketchy searching on a mobile device. Yeah. And keep you, which you need to keep a little clock on your uh, desk yeah, so right. that you know what 15 minutes is. Oh, I'm looking at this. I, you know, oh my God, my wife's going to come home and I don't want her checking my search history. Blah, blah. I mean, you know, ga, ga, ga. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of interesting. Uh, and thanks for showing. I, I didn't realize that existed, and I just found it on there. So that's so yeah. Cool. I like to share a little tech tip each week, and that's my yeah. tech tip of the week. So there you, you found the PC Magazine Cheap One Hundred affordable yeah. te tested tech actually worth buying. Um, we're not going to do all one hundred for no. you. No, we're going to do like five this week, <laughs> yeah. and maybe next week we'll do another five. Uh, yeah. Okay. So let's start with it. Now I have not tested this. Uh, and Marsha, I can't remember. Have you tested a Microsoft Surface, uh, uh, laptop yet? Don't even ask. I had the first Microsoft Surface. And yeah, I, I thought you kind of did. Yeah. But the problem was it was a special edition and you couldn't add software to it. And what a mess. Oh. And ugh. no, thank you. But you go ahead. Okay. <laughs> well, this one is the Microsoft Surface Go 3. Uh, I see a lot which, of people using them. So. Yeah, they seem to be very popular. They start at $399 for the base model. Now, of course, it gets more expensive as you configure higher. Uh, but it's a nice way to get a laptop computer. And, and as I say, I've seen some really good things about that. So in the area of laptop computer, uh, that's a good one. Did you see anything on here that you particularly liked? Yeah, I did want to talk about something because I thought it was important. I'm a printer freak. I print out stuff, stuff that yep. I want a backup of. Yeah, I know I have a backup of digitally. Right. But I want something I can grab. If I can't grab, find that. If the hard drive is on fire. Right. <laughs> and yeah, I can right. grab a, a bag or a box that has printed material, I'm going to grab that. I still think for certain important things, printed stuff is important, like tax returns, things like that. I save yeah, those. Yeah, of course. Yeah, exactly. Well, but I mean, yeah. I have them digitally, but I still print out the damn thing. So right. I'm a printer freak. Um, not yeah. listed here, just so y'all know. I have an old HP All-in-One, mm -hmm. HP uh, LaserJet All-in-One. It's yep. color. Things that I like about a good printer. First of all, it's laser. So yeah, the cartridges are expensive, but they last a year and a half. Two. The cartridges for each color are separate. It's not one giant thing, you know, as happens on many inkjet printers where you have to buy the whole thing uh, with all the colors. If one runs out, it just won't work. Um, I find it to be the most economical and the best printer, and you can get them used. And I don't know what model, but it's the HP All-in-One LaserJet. And I've been using it for years, and we use that as our favorite printer here when we want to print a lot of stuff. Now we have two inkjet printers and there's a new trend in inkjet printers and that's the never ending ink. Right. Because again, I think cartridges are a nightmare. I mean, they're just going to destroy I mean, so much waste, so much waste. HP now has a never stop laser printer, which is interesting because you can refill the toner reservoir. 
mm-hmm. which is really brilliant. Um, I also have a really superb Epson printer that I can ref- I can buy bottles of ink and just pour new ink in it. So I think that's great. And those printers, they have the Epson Expression XP4100, small all-in-one. And I highly recommend if you're going to get a printer, get an all-in-one with a flatbed panel. You never, even better if it feeds in paper, like, you know, if you have a stack of paper, like a tax return or or something, anything. Um, But you get all that for $99.99. And I think that's really, really a smart idea. The refillable ink and toner is so much cheaper and so much better for our environment than throwing away laser cartridges and, and all kinds yep, of things. You're absolutely right. Although uh, HP has always included a UPS label to return the empty cartridge back to them. Interesting. Okay. That's good to know. Uh, if you're looking for, and I've never tested this, but I have to say there's a pretty good price for this. Um the Motorola Moto G Pure Phone. Again, haven't tested it, but it's gotten good reviews. Uh, four out of five star. It sells for around $139 on Amazon. Uh, it comes with a large, bright display, good battery life. Apparently, the app performance is quite good. Works on all U.S. carriers. Uh, it's you know, it's your basic no-frills phone. But for those people that don't want to spend a fortune on their phones, you know, eleven, twelve, thirteen hundred dollars on the phone, or even uh, four hundred, <laughs> or even four. Well, right, or even four hundred. Or you can get uh, uh, if you want to spend a little more. You can get the Apple iPhone SE, which just came out this year. That's uh, four twenty nine, and that again, yeah. That but is a... this one is only one hundred and thirty nine yeah. ninety nine. Like that's almost burner phone. Well, I it mean, is. And, and just so you know, having a second phone, as someone who has two phones, um, I have two different phones. One stays at home, and one is my in my purse phone. Why do I do that? I keep my banking and all my confidential apps on the one I keep at home. Yeah, I could do it on a tablet, but I just find a phone easier. Uh, and that's mainly because of privacy. You know, there's a lot of private stuff that goes on inside your phone where apps are downloading info on other apps. I only have Facebook on one device. So Facebook doesn't know anything about my banking. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's on a yeah, separate device. So for $139... All you have to do is take your SIM card, slip it in this, boom, it's a phone. It runs on Android, boom. Um, I don't know the upgrading, but I think this is a great deal. Uh, yeah, that, that really is a nice deal. Uh, okay, we should move on because we're almost out of time. Uh, I do want to mention last week I talked about the Be Here uh, Access Model 2, which is a uh, device that lets you hear better when you're in your home, when you're in a crowd. You know, if you're watching TV or listening to music or whatever, it kind of slips around your neck like a normal headphone would be. And uh, it works extremely well. And I'm one thing I want to mention about it, last week I said it has a built-in tinnitus masking sound therapy. Uh, I said tendinitis last week, so I want to correct it. It's not tendinitis, it's tinnitus, which is the kind of the ringing in your ears. Uh, hey, I and, didn't correct you on the air, but boy, did the product manager. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and I felt bad afterwards. But I mean, maybe if it corrects tendinitis as well, that would really be awesome. But in this yeah, case, it's awesome. a great but device. Having it, tinnitus is a difficult and a challenge terrible. for everybody if you have it. Thank God I don't have it. But if this oh, yeah. really can help it go away, that's brilliant. 
That's yeah, great. they have their app works really well. They they have a sound hearing check in their app. So again, it's from Be Here, uh, B E A B E H E A R. What is it exactly? It's called the Be Here Access Model Two, and it's a just a device that you you know put the headphones in your ears. Uh, it's got a nice little strap that you can wear it around your neck, and it helps you to hear better. Uh, you know, amplifying phone calls, audio streaming uh, works really well, and it sells for roughly around three hundred dollars. And uh, I recommend it. So again, if you want to check it out, go to whereandhere.com. Uh, and that's a really cool device. So uh, thank you, and uh, sorry about the correction. of It is tinnitus, yeah, not tendinitis. Well, well, hey, and I made a mistake in the show notes, and I spelled oh, the right. brand name wrong. So, you yeah. know, I'm sorry, yeah. folks. It happens. We get excited during the show, and we love sharing stuff with you. But Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, we're not perfect. Have... Surprise. Yeah, yes. Yeah, well, I am, but. Uh, yeah, except for we this just one mistake. had a great example. Except for this, yeah. Yeah, this one mistake. And, yeah, maybe my second one. Okay. Okay, so, I want to uh, throw in real one real thing real quick. If you're a genealogy person and you want more information about your family, they're finally re- releasing the 1950 census online. And in the old days, the census was a much bigger deal than it is today. I mean, this had pages and pages and pages of information on people who lived in the United States in 1950. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is search Google for uh, 1950 U.S. Census, and you'll be able to search on, individ- on individuals, your family, all kinds of information. And I think it's a great way to peek at the records for details about the lives of your relatives and other people. It's it's really the 1940 census was made public in 2012, and they have this what 50 year lag time, right? Um, on releasing them, so this is kind of epic and important. So if you're into genealogy, um, there's a free database of census information, searchable by names and address. Actually, it's archives.gov/research/census/1950. So okay, there you do go. it. Yeah. Uh, also, a couple quick uh, television ideas. A lot of new things coming on. I mean, I'm telling you, every time you turn on the TV, there's a new series or something. Uh, Coda, which just won first Oscar for uh, Best Picture, uh, which is a story of a film of a child of deaf adults. And uh, it's a, you know, Marley Matten, who's a terrific actress, that's a streaming right now on Apple TV. Uh, I, uh, I did watch, let's see, Halo which is the uh, new series, which from the video game, Paramount Plus is now screaming. And I watched the first episode, and I have to say, it's entertaining. I played the video game. It was an old Xbox game, and uh, it was entertaining. Uh, you know, I'll see how it goes along the way. Marcia, did you happen to watch on Netflix The Atom Project? Nope. That's Ryan Reynolds? No, A-T-O-M? you did not. A-T-O-M? Is it A-T-O-M? Uh, uh, no, Adam, A-D-A-M, The Atom Project. Why and do I about- care about Adam? <laughs> if it was about uh, Adam's... <laughs> Uh, Maybe. No, at, well, it's it's a fu- I mean it's a fun movie. It's with Ryan oh, Reynolds, Jennifer Garner. Okay. It's a comedy. Yeah, it's kind of a comedy about uh, uh Ryan Reynolds meeting his uh, younger self and going on a mission to save the world. So that was kind of fun. Um, well, you know, I'm enjoying uh some of the shows that are back on, you know, after the holiday retreat right, on network, network television. Yeah. Grey's Anatomy. What? Are they in their 18th year or something uh, like it's that? Crazy. I mean, and it's still an entertaining show. It's still fresh. 
the they do a great job refreshing the scripts, the characters, and all that. I, yep. I think it, it it's still if you my daughter dropped out of it years ago, and me too. It, I stopped probably ten years ago. Pick it. It's kind of you know it's it's interesting. I, I, yeah. I, it's fun, but there's a lot of good network series that you know are time tested. People like them. Yeah, it never hurts. There's, oh, Chicago Fire never hurts. It's always entertaining. You know, I love Chicago Fire. Yeah, right. I mean, it's so. There's just don't ignore the stuff that's on network TV. You can always see that on what is it the Pluto app. Uh, oh yeah, there's a million different places. The next day, they Hulu streams a lot of network shows, so yeah. there's a number of places. Did you happen to watch? It's very entertaining. The thing about Pam, which is the series that's now on the network, one of the networks. I can't remember which. One Honestly, it is. I do a lot more reading than I do watching video. Well, this is a true story. There, there was actually a podcast about it. That's starring Renee Zellwinger. You would never recognize her. Oh on yeah, the show. I I saw this. Yes, uh, I didn't. Very see it. entertaining. No, I didn't see it. I saw the reference okay. to it. Very entertaining. Josh Josh Dumal, Dumel, uh, Judy Greer, really great cast, and it's a crazy story about this crazy lady. So uh, if you got nothing to do, watch it. That is it for us, everybody. Well, Thank you. I got to tell you, what turned me off on that was the picture of her. I don't like yeah, her. It does not look like her. <laughs> Say goodbye. Uh, anyway, have a great week, everybody. Be safe, and we'll see you next weekend. So Marsha Collier and Mark Cohen say bye. Till next week, tell your friends. We love to have new listeners, and we try to keep things interesting. DM me or Mark with ideas, things you'd like us to cover, because we're here for you. Have a great tech week. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought.